Hi everyone, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. I am into season number two, and this is episode number three. And it's called My Personal Spirituality Part Three. I know, I know, if you're a regular listener, the last episode, I said that this episode was going to begin our spiritual examination of the 12 steps. But hey, things change. The more I thought about my personal spirituality, I thought I kind of left it up in the air at the end. I mean, I talked about all of the problems in my life uh, in the first part. I talked about a lot of the help that the 12 steps gave me in part two in order to realize that I, or my most important part of me, is my spirit. So here I am. Now I found that and believe that God loves me. I love God. And what do I do? Do I leave it at that? I mean, is that... Not that that's a bad thing to look forward to, but is that all that we have to look forward to? What do I do with the rest of my life? What do you do with the rest of your life once you've discovered that it's all about God? Then I thought about something uh, that Jesus said. I believe it was... Uh, in the Sermon on the Mount again, that was a very important uh, piece of the Bible and theology for me. But it was there that he said something to the effect of, uh, once we have our light, not to leave it under a bushel basket. Why would we do that? What would what would its purpose be served? Uh, if it was hidden. And he said if somebody has a light or a candle or a lantern, they would put it on a lampstand so it would be useful for everyone in the family and probably everyone else. Now, I cranked that into Google, and I think I asked uh, to tell me something about hiding one's light under a... uh, bushel basket. And I was amazed when a lot of the answers that came back said that hiding one's light under a bushel basket had to do with hiding your talents and not using them uh, the way they were meant to be used. Well, that bothered me a little bit. And I think it bothers me because When I read that, I felt like it had to do more with my spirit, with this newly discovered light that I found, this newly discovered sense of God being not in me. I mean, it's not like it's a location, but God actually being me. I think there are two parts of myself. I think there is that me that is purely spirit, the part that we have such a hard time getting in touch with. 
but it is certainly there. I have found it. And I know in all my heart that this is what I am meant to be. This spirit self is where I'm supposed to direct my life from. Again, uh, the first three steps. I'm powerless. I think God has the power to help me, and I think I'll let him. I found myself on the brink, or actually at, insanity. And it was only by finding that my spirit is me and so important that it snapped me back to reality and sanity, at least of some sort. My life, my, my wife might disagree with that sometimes, but, uh, and sometimes they tell me, uh, believe me, I'm an absolute nut, but um, I, I am certainly on much more level keel now, and my priorities have changed unbelievably. So what if I've discovered all of those things? So what if I've discovered that my most important aspect is that I am a Holy Spirit? And again, what do I do with that? Do I realize that God is in me and that when I die, I'm going to be with God and meditate or contemplate and live my life as a maybe a monk not that that's a bad thing but for most of us that's not the way that i think our spirits want us to go so i think that by lighting one uh, hiding one's light under a bushel is actually not sharing that found spirit with other people that not of not telling them the good news of not living my life in a way that projects that to other people so that they can maybe say hey what's wrong with you you know you used to be really off the wall you drank like a fish or you did drugs like a maniac or you know this is your brain on drugs and all of those things what happened to you you seem happy now you seem sane you seem like you're living a life that is uh satisfying so i think that by not putting my light under a bushel basket that's what happens is that other people can see that something extraordinary has happened in my life. And don't get me wrong, it's not because of anything I did. It only became available because I surrendered. That's the big word for me, is that I finally surrendered and said, I cannot do this on my own anymore. And all that happened was that I was then filled with all of God that was there anyway. All I was doing was getting myself out of the way. So then it becomes a case of how do I share that light? How do I tell other people? How do I let other people know that this extraordinary experience, this extraordinary feeling 
is there just for their asking? And are there people that want this or need it? Well, I've seen a few places where it was mentioned by Jesus and by other religious people that the people who have actually surrendered and said yes to God is a very, very small percentage of the people that are alive. I think most people are probably like I was and so caught up in their ego and their personal problems and their daily life, their daily living, their all the things that we need to accomplish, we think, to make ourselves okay. I think most people are so caught up in that that they don't even have a moment to think about what is the most important thing for them. So again, how do I, how do I, how do I help? How do I, I feel like I'm supposed to do something. Well, for me, it's having some, doing some writing. As you know, if you've listened to me, I've written a, a couple of books. Um, and But now, now that my eyesight is kind of shot, it's doing this podcast. And, and trying to let you know, or anyone who listens, in the best way I can, to try to let them know how beautiful a life there is out there and how, uh, how beautiful and wonderful uh, things can be to look forward to and not just put one foot in front of the other from one day to the next. Now, for most of us, I think that that way of showing our light and not hiding it is to probably keep doing what we're doing in life. I think if you're a shoemaker, keep making shoes. If you're a police officer, keep upholding the law. If you are a chef or a tailor or a lawyer or accountant, keep doing those things that you do. Because the chances are that your function in doing those things has something to do with the ability to be able to uh, broach this subject or to show other people that there is a wonderful way of life. How do you do that when you have a profession, let's say? Um, it's, it's very difficult to try to tell people. For me, it's not bad at all because, hey, I have a podcast and that's what it's about, is Steps to the Spirit, learning about and trying to tell you and whoever listens how I found and how I am living with my spirit. So for me, it's kind of easy. But for somebody who, say, works in a grocery store, it's kind of a challenge to be able to um, spread the good news, let's say, to others. Not that it's impossible. I think, I think God always leaves an avenue for the person who is seeking to find the person who has the love and the information to give. 
as I've said before, I believe my spirit was always, always nudging me, you know, poking me, saying, hey, are you ready yet? Come on now, time to surrender, let's go. And finally I did. Finally I said, hey, I've had enough, I can't do this anymore, please God help me. And I think every other person in the world that is happening to, they're getting that nudge, they're getting that poke by the Spirit. And if I am living my life the way the Spirit is directing me, uh, I'm going to be available for them when I'm needed. So I guess we'll get into this a lot more about how we run our lives as uh, next week we start, I promise, we start on the steps. I just kind of wanted to get that out there. I just kind of wanted to let you know that, hey, there is, there is something important to do with our lives. And, and I hope, I pray that you find it too. So that's it until next time. And thank you very much for listening.